Three, two, one, go. Hi, and welcome to Cadence Podcast. I'm Katarina. And I'm Michael. And we know it's been a little while since our full episode. And we recognize that we have failed to upload weekly. Yeah. So uh, it's been, it's, I think it's been just like a typical summer for yeah. people who create content. You're all over the place. And when we started the podcast, we really wanted to make sure that we were doing at bare min- minimum weekly. And for the most part, we were pretty good. Uh, and we fell off a little bit. And so we quickly realized that the best way to resolve that is to have this episode be the last episode before we head into our summer break. Our summer break. Yeah, I think it's the right thing to do. Let everyone enjoy their summers and then we can come into it fresh after the summer with lots of stories. Yeah, and I think also today's topic, I guess, is the reason why we haven't been recording as much because it's summer and we've been just enjoying, enjoying our summer. Yeah, exactly. Being out at night, like we're we're stuck to our desks pretty much all day. So when once evening hits, we really want to be out of the house and enjoy the city. Yeah. And and to be honest, I hope you are too. As much as I am hoping that people are listening to our podcast, maybe do it while you're, you know, maybe download it before you head onto your plane or train for your summer trip. Um, but I get it. Summer is one of those times where you really just want to put your full energy into enjoying being outside, the sunshine, and especially here. And we, I think we talk about it a lot too. It's like, because the days are so much longer, mm-hmm. you still have that energy once your workday ends. You're just like, okay, what are we doing next? Like you, It's not this typical get groceries, have dinner, sit on the couch, watch a show, go to bed kind of situation. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it, it's one of those things because Calgary, interestingly enough, sits kind of on the same um, latitude. Yeah. As Berlin. Yeah, it does. So so the sun sets right sun rises and sets at approximately the same time depending on the season. And so, you know, here the winters are kind of dark throughout the day. In Calgary it's a little different. It's much more sunny throughout the day. But by, you know, 4 30 PM it's it's dark, fully, fully dark. And so you don't want to really go out and do anything. You wanna grab your groceries, do your errands and then, you know, Typically, if you don't have something to do, like a special event or a movie, you just want to cozy up in the in your house. Yeah, and I think that's why especially summers are the complete opposite mm-hmm. here because you don't get that sun in the winter. Yep. So once that summer hits with the sun, all you want to be doing is be outside. And especially, especially here because this city is a two-faced beast because in the winter it is just pretty much dark all day, which I don't mind. Cat, cat hates it. Yeah. Um, but but in the summer, it's just bright, like from 4 a.m. all the way till 10 p.m. Which is crazy to me. I think even though Berlin and Calgary are sort of on the same, what did you? Latitude? latitude? Yeah. Um, I think the sun, they're, they're off by 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And those 30 minutes is earlier sunrise here and later sunset in yeah, Calgary. Yeah. So when we were out, clubbing one night and you said yeah. oh the sun's gonna rise at 4 30 tomorrow i said 
what? Yeah. I just couldn't believe well, it. Well, we, yeah, like she just said, um, clubbing, we'll, we'll tell that story in, in a second. But before we dive into more stories and what we've been up to, we know we always do the new cadence, which is our segment where we talk about some trending news. And I don't think there's a lot of trending news. I don't want to say it's the new cadence, but since it is a summer episode, I thought I would bring up uh, the fact that there might possibly be a air traffic controller strike here in Europe. Right. Yes. And they were supposed to vote it on like two days ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I've been reading the news. There's no updates so far. So I don't know what's really happening and if it's happening. But before we dive into that, I have a funny question for you. Do you guys have a word for like when in the summer, especially in the news, there's not a lot happening? Is there a specific word? No, not really. I, not that I can think of. Like, Do you no, see like summer lull or something? Or? Uh, n- no. No. Like the most common term that I would hear about news is like, oh, it's been a slow news day. But but not like this summer lull. Maybe. Well, the but not funny, referred to as news. The funny thing is I did an internship at a newspaper when I was in high school. And <laughs> I... Um, of course, edit it right in the middle of summer break because that's when I had time off. And I was there during the Sommerloch because the Germans, mm-hmm. of course, have a word for everything. Yeah. And it means summer hole, which was the time where there's no news and, it's and long nothing news. really happening. Yeah. So I remember one day I was out with this photographer driving around Una trying to find this one poppy flower. That mm-hmm. There was a story attached to this poppy flower. So that was the craziest thing happening. <laughs> But anyways, back to the bigger news. Yeah, the bigger okay. news is there's there possibly a strike. And I and I wanted to bring that up because I wanted to talk about how there's there's also been the writer's strike. So there's going to be a lot of a lull in content, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, because they're still on, stri- on strike, I believe. And now the, the actors have talked about how maybe they will as well. Really? Yeah. I heard of yeah. that yet. Possibly, they said. Because I think their contract is up soon as well. And the thing that I find interesting about that is the movie industry and the travel industry seem to be two of the industries that were mostly affected during all the lockdowns and shutdowns and everything. And now that, you know, everything has been, now that pretty much everything's reopened, everything's essentially back to normal, they're being hit with all these different things that could affect it immensely and and why 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 I'm talking about it is typically there's you know the term summer blockbusters mm-hmm. there's all these summer movies mm-hmm. and now there's all these possible strikes and stuff and then everyone's summer travel plans and and why that is important for us is because we have a huge group of friends wanting to come to visit us here in Europe and they have their whole European vacations planned. Mm -hmm. And the big reason for that is because Kat and I are throwing a summer soiree for all of our Canadian friends, not for them, for us, but for the Canadian friends who couldn't attend our wedding Mm -hmm. because we had a essentially not a pandemic wedding, but sort of, it was on the tail end of the pandemic, but, but that's when we got married. So not everyone was, able to to be there so now almost two years later yeah throwing this party we're just doing a party but kind of attached to that a little bit yeah no for sure it's like yeah we're doing some 
some some fun stuff that is maybe connected to wedding some wedding related yeah. vibes whatever you want to yeah. call it yeah. yeah but but yeah I, I think we should catch everyone up with with what we've kind of done recently that the the summers here have been amazing and I think the reason why I'm even more grateful and enjoying it is because it is now my second summer here in Europe. It's my second European summer. And I think the biggest thing that I have noticed here is because you can essentially, like, there are no rules when it comes to patios mm -hmm. or sitting on the terrace or drinking in the parks. So at the end of a workday, the city is flooded with people enjoying life. And I find that the most inspiring is when like I'm the most motivated and I'm the most inspired just in my personal life and cre creatively when I see people living their life to the fullest, like whether they like sometimes Kat and I will finish our work day and we'll be like, let's go grab a couple drinks and sit in the park. And we get there and we see these groups of people bringing like full on picnics, like full on barbecues or sandwiches. Like it's a full setup. Cutlery and wine glasses. And wine coolers. And like Tupperware of everything sort of prepared. And we just sit there with a little sandwich. Yeah. I mean, now we act, uh, we have a blanket. Last year, we didn't even have a picnic yeah. blanket. But yeah, they've, they, they come with like four different containers of different appetizers that they have prepared. And the other day, I saw a guy roll up with a whole box of wine and then a, and, and a cooler of ice so that he could chill it on the spot. It was It's wild. And, and the reason why for me, it's so special is because in Canada, you, you just can't do that because you can't drink in public yeah. and the patios are contained. Like they're within a border because of these liquor licenses where, whereas here, and I don't know if it's everywhere, but like the small terrace or patio at a restaurant in the winter is, is like maybe five tables. Mm -hmm. But the second summer rolls around, they spread their tables as far and as wide as they can go. Across the street. Across the street, yeah. in front of other people's stores who are only open during the day. Right, yeah. It's hilarious. Like, there's this clothing store that's closed in the evening. So the, so the restaurant will just move their tables in front of their storefront and use that as a part of their patio. Yeah, and during the day when it's when the store is open, I believe it's like just contained to the store yeah. uh, to the restaurant. It goes uh, from like, it, yeah, it's like four or five tables. But then in the evening, it goes to like 15 tables. Yeah, it's pretty special. So would you say that that's maybe sort of the biggest difference you're noticing in in summer culture and the way summer feels when compared to Canada? Well, yes and no. I think the thing that I notice the most is that in, in Canada, people are out. Yes. Like they're out like all day. They really enjoy their summers as well. The biggest difference is everyone's at a restaurant every right. single person is at a restaurant on a patio and and if you go to areas that isn't populated with a lot of restaurants the area is a dead zone from my experience like downtown calgary in the evening dead zone true princess island park is full of people but they're really just walking around maybe grabbing some ice cream but in the areas of the park where there's not a lot of restaurants kind of a dead zone like that river walk that that pathway you know mm -hmm. between princess island and and um victoria park it's dead in between there i had never thought of it like that but right? right but but here 
it doesn't matter. Any green space is completely filled with people sitting around, eating and drinking and picnicking and dancing and music everywhere. There is not a single green space here that isn't filled with people doing something summer. And what I also noticed, and I don't know if you have the same experience, but I feel like people here get really creative with what they do when they're outside. Mm -hmm. You've mentioned dancing, so there's um, outside dancing. Don't you set up and start dancing and do dance lessons. Yeah. Um, right. Not even just... There's there's one place right by the river where it's... It's a like government sort building. Of like an organized mm -hmm. situation, but the other one is they just dance. And then... The next one is people take card games to mm -hmm. the to the restaurants. I don't know if they do that. Board in games. Canada. Oh man! Like here, I've seen more bar 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 bar. I've seen more board games and card games being played just everywhere than anything. The the one big thing that is huge here. Do you know what I'm gonna say? No, give me a hint. I want to do a photography project on it. It was a drone thing. Yep. Oh, God. You said it it's two sport. days ago. It's sport. Ha! Table tennis. Yeah, exactly. Is that what it's called? Ping pong. Table tennis, yeah. yeah. Ping pong, table tennis, same yeah. thing. Did you know that Berlin is one of the cities in the world that has the most parks that have outdoor table tennis tables for use? That's so wild to me. I never... I grew up with that. My, mm -hmm. I don't know if yours did, but my school yard or whatever you call yep. it had ping pong tables. Yep. Did yours? No. Okay. So remember we were living in Calgary and I remember we were going for a walk and there was this new development going up and the building had gone up and they had just finished their outdoor space, their green space and a little bit of some benches and stuff. And I saw a concrete ping pong table remember mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i was like whoa this is so rad they put these benches up but then they put this ping pong table up and you're like what do you mean like they're they're everywhere in germany yeah like playgrounds schoolyards mm -hmm. parks everywhere yeah. and people embrace it like they love doing it and there's even young startup companies adapting and creating paddles yeah, and paddles making it yeah. really beautiful yep it's crazy yeah it's crazy so yeah, apparently outdoor ping pong tables in Berlin is a huge thing. And, and Berlin has some of the most in all of Europe. So I want to do a photography project when I want to go and capture all the different ping pong tables and create a little like flip book or something like that. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that is crazy. That's cool. But yeah, so that's pretty much what we've been doing. We've been, we've been enjoying the parks. I've been really taking advantage of being able to just drink in a park and doing the outdoor picnics. And I think people who are listening to this who live in Europe probably think it's so trivial because it's so normal to them. Yeah. What's been your highlight of the summer so far? I'm just trying to think. It's pretty simple because, like, you know me. Like, I'm, I'm always just energized by other people's energy. And I don't know if it's the same for you or not. Yeah, you go ahead. No, but that, it, oh, that no, is it. No, but I meant like a specific memory, like a day, something we we did, something oh, we've experienced. Uh, I mean, summer's barely started, so not really. I mean, we went to the club the one night. Cat mm -hmm. mentioned the club really quick. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should tell them about that while I look up this ping pong thing. Well, so Michael 
Berlin's famous for, for its clubs. Yes, and this relates to an episode that we talked about. The music episode. The music episode, right? So that was like episode eight. Eight, maybe? Yeah. Eight, eight or nine, yeah. And If you haven't listened to that episode, you should go check that one out. And Michael had, in that episode, and also to me in general, he had mentioned that he had never been to a club in Berlin before. Yeah, yeah. And I said, okay, let's do it this summer because I think it's easier in the summer because the days are so much longer. And I said, specifically, let's do it on the on the weekend that is either before or after summer solstice, mm -hmm. which is the longest day of the year. So yeah. we did it the weekend after and we went to Watergate. Yeah, we went to Watergate. Yeah, so we, uh, that was an interesting day overall. Actually, those are probably the two, those were the two biggest things that we've done this summer so far. Mm -hmm. The first was we took a ferry. We took the train out to. Yes, that was that same day. day. Yeah. So we took the S-Bahn, which is sort of the regional train. It's a short train. It's three euros and 20 cents. And you can go out to a lake or an area called Vonze. Mm -hmm. And from there, included in your ticket is a ferry ride across the lake. across the, the lake into this, and it's hilarious because as soon as you cross it, there's literally just a little boardwalk with a couple beer gardens. And that's it. Uh, there's that's it. nothing else in that town to see. We walked around and tried to find. There's stuff two beer gardens and a little mini boardwalk, and 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 honestly, the attraction is just taking the ferry ride across the lake yeah. for free. Right, I had forgotten about that. And then we uh, tried to go to Vonze. Bad? Yeah, the, the beach there, yeah. So it's one of the only paid beaches. And apparently it's supposed to be groomed and really nice. And it has all those little... What are those little chair things called in Germany? The two-person basket yes, chairs? Yes, I can't even think of the German name right now. Strandkorb. Okay. Which means beach basket. Yeah, it's a beach basket for humans. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, you, you like if you've seen um, pictures of beaches in Europe, you'll see them. They're like, you know, and it looks beautiful and everything. And, but you have to pay five euros and fifty cents to get in there. And you can buy a ticket in advance. Yep. So we bought a ticket to get past the line. We get up, and you're not allowed to bring in cameras. But nowhere in advance does it tell you that. And me being a photographer and my friend, of course, we're bringing our cameras out to this lake day ferry ride. And they would not let us in. And that's fine if you can't bring in cameras because they don't want, because I think there's a big nude beach part. And so they want to have some privacy. I that's get fine. It. But, but first of all, what the F is this? Yeah. Right? They don't put it in the club. They put a sticker on your phone. Hey, oh, camera. you should have given that away. Well, now I did. Okay. I mean, people, <laughs> have been, people have come to Berlin know. But telling us to not be able to bring a camera in is one thing. But not giving us an option to store it, like lockers and stuff, yeah. is a whole other thing. And the door people were there were just obnoxiously rude. The, They're just the, like, nope. Yeah, he's like, no cameras. And I said, oh, well, uh, do you have lockers? He said, nope, leave it in the car. And I said, I'm not here with the car. Yeah, then you can't get in. Yeah, so. like most people aren't going there with a car. Yeah. Right? Like most people really going to take their, with the train, the three-euro train. Yeah. Anyway, so it wasn't a great experience. The beach looks... Pretty nice, but I think there's other nice beaches as well. Yeah. But anyways, that was already a long day because we had to get up early to go there. And then we spent the afternoon at home and then we decided, hey, let's do this nightclub thing. Yeah, that was the same day. And it was wild because here you go to the clubs at midnight or later because the clubs are open until 6 a.m., 7 a.m. 
So we went to the club, and Watergate is a beautiful club, I would say. Because it's right, would you say by the water or almost on the I water? I think the building is considered on the water. Mm-hmm. Like the foundation is built into the water, kind of. And they have a big, huge patio that sits on the water. And the the inside of the main floor looks like a spaceship with all the lights and stuff. And it's considered one of the best clubs in the world. It's on the it's on the DJ Mag Top 100 list, mm-hmm. and I believe it was number thirty-seven or something. Maybe somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. It was a good experience. Um, I will have to say, my in my honest opinion, that night because the DJ was an Italian DJ, there was a there was a lot of, and he's a bit more like mainstream. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of more. Mm, I don't want to knock them, but they were more touristy style club people. Yeah. People who, who don't necessarily go to the club a lot. And I'm, I'm not saying I go to the club a lot, but I am well-versed in sort of the DJ culture and the nightclub scene because I used to run a nightclub. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun. The music was pretty good. There were a few people that were obnoxious. For sure. But I think overall we accomplished my goal. Which was leaving the club when the sun was, the sun was rising. rising. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. It was it was a I was tired, but a great experience. We were in bed by six. Yeah, and 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 yeah. So just just as a side note, when we got there, two guys got turned away in front of us because they didn't know the DJ who was playing. So if you're coming to Berlin for clubs and you're going to club, you should at least know what DJ you're wanting to see. And Either have a ticket or know. Yeah, but if you have the ticket, you're probably going to know the DJ. You're not just going to buy a ticket blindly. Yeah, no. But what I'm saying is when, when you have a ticket, they're not questioning you. Right? So they question you when you don't have a ticket yet. Most yeah, of the time. I guess so. Yeah. I guess because if you buy a ticket... Then you have been planning on wanting to go and you know the DJ and whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, yeah, the, they'll usually throw a sticker on your, uh, on your cameras. And then they specifically say if you try to take photos, they'll kick you out. Having said that, we saw two people rip the stickers off on the on the patio and take photos. Not yet. And I think pretty obvious. I think one guy got kicked out, mm-hmm. and the other, there was another girl who, man, I don't know, if she was like wasted or something. But do you remember her? Yes. So the the patio is is held up because it sits on the water, and there were two pillars. There, there's like there's like cement pillars holding it up, and she got on top of one and was standing above the patio. And the pillar was high. And she could have fallen into the river at any point. The, the, and the pillar had like 30 centimeters of like diameter. diameter yeah. or something. Like, and it was so high that the, the guy she was with had to boost her up onto yeah. it. And it was ridiculous. But again, Berlin, they really don't care what you do unless you're kind of being like violent or yeah. extremely obnoxious. Yeah. They were pretty easygoing. And then, I mean... And the thing, the thing with, with, with the summer here so far, we haven't done a lot of traveling mm-hmm. and it's because we're hosting a lot of our friends from Canada for this big, huge party. So we've been saving money to do that yeah. and we have a lot planned with them. But, but through that planning, I noticed there is so much to do in the city. It is almost, it's... <laughs> almost overwhelming and impossible to catch it all so so many times we catch ourselves being like oh this was happening today we didn't know about this it's or we wanted to go to an event and we missed it yeah because there was just so many other events there's a 
I don't know how recent this is. Do you, are you familiar? But there's the Culture of Summer here in Berlin. Mm-hmm. And it's an organization that puts on events. And it's two months long, middle of June to middle of September. And it has 100 events, all free. And was it last weekend where they had... Three epic events. The, the one was the big stage at the Opera House, right? And it was free opera. And it was, Orchestra. I saw a video yesterday on TikTok. Mm-hmm. The entire street unter den Linden in front of that stage, the street was filled with people yep. sitting there. And the square. Yeah. It was massive. And then there was another street called Klosterstrasse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was a um, event celebrating that area, but, but it was also a poetry slam mm-hmm. and a dance competition and DJs yeah, were yeah, playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. it's wild. There's events every night. Yeah. They're all free. They're all culture-related. Museum showings, um, art walks. So what's still on your summer bucket list for Berlin, if you had to say one thing? It's been tough because I haven't been able to get past this party. Yeah. And I don't know if you want to dive deeper into it. I mean, we basically talked about it. Just inviting a bunch of friends in. It'll be my dad's and my family's first time in Europe, period. I haven't seen my see my dad in two two years and my family so that'll be very exciting but what's on my bucket list to do still oh my my goodness i would oh from the music episode again i would love to do an open air festival or something of that sort mine is way simpler and we've already we already did it last year but i enjoyed it so much i would like to go to an open air movie showing again Mm -hmm. Because yeah, they have a ton of open-air kinos here. Yeah, and last year we did it in uh, sort of in the area where we were living at that point. And now we live close to a very beautiful, huge park mm-hmm. where they host an open-air or outdoor movie theater as yeah, well. It's, and It's really fun. I really want to go again. I enjoyed that so much. It, it, it's, it's something special because it's like it, the feeling, I think, why... It, you liked it so much is it brings back the energy and feeling of like being a kid and camping under the stars while watching a movie, yeah. you know, yeah. or, or when you were a kid and you wanted to camp in the backyard and your parents would set something up, you know, did you guys ever do that? I did it with friends. We never right. had tents or anything. But, yeah. Um, you do that with friends a lot. Yeah. And it feels like that because first of all, the movies don't start until like nine thirty PM mm-hmm. because it has to be quite dark. But the, the one thing was the theater. The, the theater that we went to last year was just metal benches. Ooh. Pro tip: there's cushions that you can grab. Grab two. Yes. My ass was hurting for days. And there's no backrest. No. Right. So you really have all your weight on, on your, your ass. Butt. Yeah. But the 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 outdoor movie theater in our new area actually they have tables. I believe if you get there early enough, you can sit and, and get snacks. And there's actually sitting tables with regular chairs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I want to go to an open-air dancing event or mm-hmm. festival or something. And and I think that's that's the whole I like that's the whole theme. And I, I mean, it's stupid because it's summer. But there's like open things you usually experience inside. I want to experience them outside, which is the music. I think that's what everybody wants to do. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like the organized fun that's usually inside that you want to spend outside. Yeah. That was that your bedtime ring? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bedtime um, reminder. Uh, it's 9:45. <laughs> it's your bedtime reminder. <laughs> but we've been we've been blowing past that bedtime reminder. 
every single night because I'm, it's summer. Because it's summer. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think was there any what else did we want to talk about on our uh, our, our topics? I think you had it written down, didn't you? We had wanted to talk about we did we touched on everything already. We wanted to talk about how it's your um, yeah. second summer in Europe yeah. and how Berlin feels so different in the summer because of the winters that we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we touched on that carefully, but it's like it's it's two different beasts for sure. Like it's and the people are two different types of people as well. Like, yeah. You don't see Berliners in the winter. You don't see Berliners. L- literally everyone in winter here is a twin of each other, is a, is a bot. It's it's long shrouded black. Everything? Coats. Coats even us. Coats, everything. Everything. Everything is black whether it's leather long leather jackets, yeah. wool coats, puffers, Black tooth, black everything. And in the summer, it's just skin everywhere. Like the other day, and you even said you liked it, there was a girl, we were walking from pretty far away, and she was wearing a a dress, like a summer dress, mm-hmm. and it went to right above her knee, but it was completely sheer. Yeah. She was going to rave the world, probably. We didn't know at, the, at that time. Yeah, which is a version, which I, I'm not sure of the story, but it was... Um, it's it's the love parade essentially the, the, an iteration of it and it's essentially to preserve um, dance music culture and its rights and everything yeah. for for workers in it DJs everything about it yeah and yeah they must have been going to that but she was wearing a beautiful slip dress but it just happened to be sheer yeah. and I think from far away you and I are like wait is that see through and yeah I think she looked amazing and it's like literally people like that everywhere. I saw one today. We were getting groceries and you I don't think you saw her, but mm-hmm. she must have it's uh, Berlin Fashion Week right now. So yep. you see a lot of cool outfits around the city. Lots, tons. And she was one she had maybe gone to a show and she was with her friend and see through and you could see all yeah. the things. I mean nudity is fine here. Yeah. It's it's whatever. And speaking of which this not this weekend, but the next, the following weekend is Christopher Street Day, mm-hmm. which was one of my favorite days last year because I have never really been a part. I mean, there, there have been like parades and stuff like the Calgary Stampede is happening in Calgary right now, but but the parades and demonstrations here mm-hmm. are on another level. Yeah, it is true. wall-to-wall people for, for better or for worse. Yeah. And, um, and for me, especially, it's because I take photos. So there's just all these interesting costumes and quirky people. And I really just want to capture, my goal is to capture some cool portraits this year. I, I want to break out of my shyness yeah. and walk up to someone and be like, you look awesome. Can I take a photo? Can I take a photo? Speaking of photos, um, I had asked you what your favorite memory is of uh, this summer so far. Yeah. And mine is last Saturday when you went to Tempelhof Fett yeah. in Berlin. And we were... Tell people what, what Tempelhoferfeld is exactly. if they don't know what it is. So Tempelhoferfeld is sort of where Tempelhof Airport used to be. So it's the runways yeah. and there's the building still, right? It's famous because... It's the... Ooh, I hope I get it right. It was the uh, airport in the west of Berlin, in West Berlin when the wall was up. Yep, and, and it was important because... It was the only way you could get supplies in and out. And it was the only way to get out of Berlin in terms of flying out, right? East didn't have an airport. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. I believe... Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it was a big access point when yes. the walls were up. Like, you couldn't fly in and out of Berlin. Yeah. You had to get to Tempelhof of Feld yeah. before you could leave yeah. to other parts of Germany. Exactly. And it was their only way that you could get to get in. And I and I believe everyone really fought for control of it because then you could you had a hub. Yeah. And I believe the U.S. Um, had, had it, had it yeah. for the majority, if not the whole time. But it's... But it's um, no longer being used so the runways are just free open and the fields are barbecue zones mm-hmm. and people just go there and mainly bike skateboard roller skate rollerblade because the runways are so smooth wide wide smooth, smooth. Yeah. yeah and it's just people dancing barbecuing playing sports doing yoga it's really cool i got some amazing photos from that air from that area and we watched a beautiful sunset, I felt. Like, it, was, it was actually stunning. It was such a hot day. And because it's this epic, big field, it's it feels like... It, when it feels like the end of the world. Yeah, and in Berlin, yeah. usually, because there's so many buildings, I never really feel like I can see the horizon. Mm-hmm. And there, I felt I could, mm-hmm. which I love when you can see really like the sun setting below the horizon. Yeah, and then the sky just explodes yeah. to the... Alpen Alpen glow, which is is it's it's when the sun is dips just below the horizon and the sky goes that those pinks and blues. And but and you said the Alpen glow is on the other side of where the usually sun is the right? opposite side of the yeah. sun. Yeah, and for the most part, I yeah. think yeah that was probably my favorite memory so far. But it was so easy. Yeah, but so memorable. Yeah, you literally like literally everyone just grabbed a ton of drinks in coolers and just wagging them out. We like, we're such rookies with that still. We, there were people there rolling little like fold out wagons or carts or, or here they call them hacken poshas, which yeah. is one of those little, like, <laughs> those like little duff, trolley, whole trolley yeah. things. And, um, they're just filled with drinks and coolers and cat. You, you have to explain why it is called what hacken Porsche means. Oh, it's called heel Porsche. Yeah. Cause you're, it's by your heels where you're pulling it. Um, you know, they're, they're funny. They're like in Canada, we always refer to them as like the old lady shopping bags, you know? Yeah. 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 But, um, but Kat and I are just still rookies, I guess, because we just bring three or four drinks in our little tote bag and they're just getting hot in the sun. We and had a couple snacks. We had a, a wine spritzer each and one and bottle of drinks. water. Yeah. That was it. No snacks, nothing. We didn't even grab, I was sitting there and I thought, man, we should have grabbed some snacks, but Yeah. And and that's me and that's me just not being versed in being able to just eat and drink in public as much. Yeah. And I really, really do enjoy that. Yeah. Like it's actually one of my favorite things because I don't always want to be confined to having to sit on a patio. Mm-hmm. I like to move around a little bit. So when you're in this big, huge open space, you can change locations easily. And especially at Tempelhofer Feld, it's like a free show because you there's something happening. So many performers. You all the time, so. Yeah. Like there was a girl was on roller skates with a hula hoop yeah. and people jumping over ramps chairs and, and, ramps. and crashing and it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was really, really awesome. So to wrap up the episode, since we have so many people visiting us, we have mm-hmm. all your German friends and all the Canadians coming, this huge party. What's the one thing you're most excited to show them based off of the itinerary that you know that we're, we're providing? I actually think, and it's 
quite mainstream, but I think I am most excited to show them M Museum Island. Okay. Because me as a German, when we went to visit three years ago, yeah. I had even forgotten that it exists and how stunning it is. And people always, when they think of Europe, think of Italy being beautiful, Paris being beautiful. There's specific cities you have in mind. And I think people often forget about Germany and maybe specifically Berlin in terms of beautiful and stunning art, old architecture. Yeah. And that's exactly where it is. Yeah, exactly. And and I had that exact same feeling. And that's not what I'm most excited. But I remember when I came here for the very first time in 2020, right when I, we were coming out of the main area right before, which is called Hakashamat, and you see the bridge and then you see the whole museum island, it, it it's pretty, it's jaw dropping when the first time you see it. And it still is every time I walk past. I'm Every time I'm in a rut and I'm like, ah, oh, like the city's too loud or too dirty or I'm working too much, I go there and I get refreshed. And it, it reminds me of how, yeah. how much I do love living here. And didn't you say that it's one of the only cities that has the most concentration of museums in this little, like this little area? Yeah, I think I said that. I yeah. You read that somewhere, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it, it, it's stunning. I am excited to show them that because I think they will be very shocked at how beautiful that is. But I think more so what I'm excited to show them um, is sort of the, the thing that also made me very like that kind of wowed me a bit is sort of the amount of outdoor space where people can just enjoy mm -hmm. things that doesn't feel so confined. Like, yeah. for example, drinking in the park, but more so like a beer garden. Yeah. Like those are, you know, the, the, that is very German. Yeah. And it's this, this easygoing being outside yeah. culture it's not like yeah. so like you said so confined even a beer garden of course it's sort of like a it's like a cafeteria it's a it's it's where you a help yourself yeah, yeah but, but, but it's kind a, it's of a like a restaurant. restaurant but you help yourself so it's yeah. way it's everything is so chill here in this yeah place. and i think i think for them being coming from a from my experience coming from a place where everything is always like pretty regulated here it's just it's so chill and I'm, I'm excited to show them that so i think but the the blend of the chill factor mixed with like that art and history mm -hmm. it, it's gonna be really cool for them i'm i'm excited to show show them that i think they'll have the same reaction i had I hope which so. is which, which is like shocking and also very wowed at the same time yeah so if you guys are my canadian friends our canadian friends and you're listening to this uh, before you land or if you're listening to this while you're flying we are so excited to host you we're excited to show everybody around as same goes for the germans i know most of the germans have been here probably but yeah. we're still excited to show you our version of the city yeah i'm excited and we are excited to not only take this break for the summer from the podcast because anyone anyone who's ever done one knows it's quite a bit of work but i think what i'm most excited for is to um, come back with a lot more stories that we can share. Yes. Um, information that we can share. Yeah. Because really, that's like, I mean, it's just the two of us talking, right? And so we don't have guests on yet. We're not at a place where we're bringing on guests. So us, we only have so many stories to go back and forth between each other. So we hope that for the second half of season one, we will be able to bring on some guests maybe or just have a lot more stories that we can share with everybody else. Yeah, we want to bring 
fun stories, insightful stories, yeah. anything that 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 we sort of like we said at the beginning when in our very first episode, things that we always talk about anyways, and that we think we want to share with you yeah. because you might find them. Yeah, definitely. We I, I want to. The last few episodes have been very lifestyle related, and that's great. I think I would love to get back into some more deeper topics and mm-hmm. from like a work perspective from Katarina's perspective and a work perspective maybe from my perspective you know and then we'll see where it goes so let's cross our fingers that there's no crazy airstrike so that we can have this big party and then uh, talk about it after and we want to wish everybody a wonderful summer enjoy your summer enjoy the sunshine be outside as much as possible it'll be over exactly I think we're gonna we're planning to take three weeks off from the podcast, but it may be a little bit longer, but we'll be back sooner than later. Thank you for your support, as always, for listening on all the platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you're listening. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Maybe subscribe to us, or you say subscribing on podcast platforms as well, right? I think so. Or following. See, this has been a long time. I don't remember how to do this. Consider doing that because then you won't forget about us during the summer. So yep. once we're back, you'll see it come up in your feed right away. Yep, absolutely. We have a lot of, like I said, we 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 have a lot of deeper topics in our back pocket. And yeah, we'll still be around. Check, Keep checking our socials for some of the shorter content. There, We try to make them quick and snappy as possible. And that's pretty much it. So... Thank you so much for listening and we will see you soon or hear you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.